Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. What's going on, everybody? It is Sunday, <laughs> March 27th. Richard is an asshole, as per usual. <laughs> He makes fun of me and my little finger motions. Y'all can't see me right now, but I'm doing them anyways. And uh, and yeah, he, he likes to make fun of my little finger motions that I do every time that I, before we start recording. It's quite humorous. It's like a tiny violin hype kind of thing. Like, you know, the world's smallest violin. Yeah. Yeah, it's very close to that. This yes. is like my, I'm in the zone. It looks like he's caressing like Bigfoot's nipples or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Okay, we've got Moon Knight coming up. Was it this Wednesday? Yes. Yes. Are we hyped for that? Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah, I keep seeing like the new teasers that come out and everything. And I'm just like, I'm ready for this thing to hurry up and get here. Same. Yeah, I'm hoping this will be like the first Disney Plus show that I actually rewatch. Like, I just, I feel it in my bones. This may be it. Because <laughs> I've not rewatched anything. Really? Like at all. I want to rewatch WandaVision, but then I don't. <laughs> So. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of want to watch rewatch Loki, and then I don't. So yeah, I'll probably rewatch Loki when season two is about to come out, just to refresh my memory. Yeah, season two and Quantum Mania. I'll probably mm-hmm. those will probably be my my times when I do it. What's Quantum Mania? That's the Ant Man three. Yeah, that's the third Ant Man. Oh, well, how about that? <laughs> 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 yeah, which. We'll get into that when we uh, when we talk a little bit about uh, Miss Marvel. But anywho, yeah, okay. So got some news today. Let's start off with the news that the Moon Knight writer has been hired to write Nova. Nova, the Nova movie, or t- is it a Nova movie or TV show? They hadn't said yet, have they? Yeah, they just said a Nova project, which could mean anything. It could mean. The Nova television Core. show or a movie? Definitely not the Nova Core because the Nova Core <laughs> has gotten their ass obliterated by Thanos. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I believe that's where we'll start. Yeah, I imagine that whatever. I, I feel like it's going to be a show, and the first like episode will be showing Thanos just devastating Xandar and killing off all the Nova Core. I mean, yeah, I think you'd have to start there. I can't remember that. I think he's a comedian. But he's been in the Guardians movies and stuff like that. And he's probably been the main Nova guy that we know besides the colonel or whatever, the one, the lady. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? He's the one that arrested Star-Lord and all oh, that stuff and made yeah. fun of him. Yeah. We see his family at the very end. Yeah. Do you think he'll be the one that gives his powers over to Dick, Richard Ryder? I think so. Isn't he um, Denarian Day? And isn't that the guy who gives Richard Ryder his powers? I believe so, yeah. Or whatever his, I don't know his name. It's something Day. I can't remember. I probably should have done research, but I didn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen those. Or yeah. I actually looked at them, but yeah, I feel like he's going to be the one that gives his powers over. Yeah, I can't think of the actor's name either. But anywho, he's the guy from Walk Hard. He's from Talladega Nights. Yeah, the one. Uh, Step Brothers or something like that. Yeah, Step Brothers. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, so Nova's cool. He's uh, essentially Marvel's, like, Green Lantern to sum it down, like, to distill it down into, you know, a simple one-line thing. Because Nova, like, the Nova Corps, their 
their world. John C. Riley. Yeah, thank you. John C. Riley. <laughs> Nova, like, they have like a central intelligent, like, hive mind, and it's shared, like, all the powers and stuff are shared between all of the Nova Corps. And the thing that's cool about Richard Ryder when, like, all the Nova Corps got wiped out is all that power just got distilled into one person and, you know, made him, like, uber powerful. It'll be interesting to see what they do, if they'll do Sam or Richard. I feel like they're going to go Richard. So, I'm not real versed in Nova at all. So, they don't they don't manifest anything, though, like the Green Lanterns, right? They're just the Green Lanterns in the sense of, like, a galactic police and stuff like that and have the energy. Yeah, they're the galactic police. And then, like, Xandar is like Oa, essentially. Like, you know how, like, Oa has, like, the main lantern battery where, like, all the Green Lanterns get their power from? Yeah. Well, Xandar has, like, the main, like, Nova central intel. I forget what it's called. It's called, like, the Xandarian, like, hive mind or something like that. Someone who's a huge Nova fan that's listening to this is probably screaming at us right now. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) They're in their car listening to it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) They're pulling a Richard, if you will. A dick move, if you will. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, so that is what I mean by, like, they're space cops and they have, like, this shared power on, like, a home planet, but they don't use, like, projections or anything like they don't have like a they just have like powers and they are not powers they like they can fly and are like super strong and can like shoot blasts out from their hands i was gonna say they can emit blasts right mm-hmm. yeah that's it's very generic superpowers got you uh as far as richard or sam or sam alexander i think they're doing both feige again you've said it he's a damn liar <laughs> but he said he wanted both and i think there's room for two as well because you know, we're going to talk later about the Miss Marvel trailer. Miss Marvel is part of the Champions group, mm-hmm. and so is Sam Alexander. And of course, eventually we're going to get Miles at some point in time. Miles is part of that. There's they'll probably put Speed and Wiccan in there. They'll probably age them up somehow. So you think we're not going to do Young Avengers? Yeah, we'll probably. I don't know what they like. I don't think they'll do all. The, I think they'll just do one group where it's like Kate Bishop, uh, Yelena, Speed and Wiccan. Patriot, maybe Iron Lad. No, they'll probably use Riri Williams. Riri Williams, who else? Sam, and then Miss Marvel, and just call it like the Young Avengers or whatever. See, Riri joins the champions at one point in time, too. Yeah. So I don't know. Either way, you could build both teams. You mm-hmm. could have two of them, in all honesty, because I don't know that Riri was ever Young Avengers, but like Patriot and Kate Bishop and Speed and Wiccan, like mm-hmm. those were all Young Avengers. Right. So, was there like was there much of a difference between like uh, champions or young Avengers type thing? No, it's it's just a name. <laughs> like, oh, okay, it's like West Coast Avengers, East Coast Avengers, yeah. Young Avengers. It's just a name, really. And participants, yeah. But you know how like the Avengers wasn't necessarily the original roster. Like Ant Man wasn't ever on the like Avengers in the first Avengers movie. Uh, I could see them. But the just... Broadway show showed him there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Know a guy who wasn't there? Him. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking guy. <laughs> but I think, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to get, like, argumentative over, like, a name, but I just think they're going to do some kind of core group of the young people, and they'll name them whatever. I don't think they'll do, like, a Champions and a Young Avengers. I think they're just going to mash them all together and call them whatever. I got you. I disagree, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I just think there's too much there. Yeah. 
All right. So, so how whelmed are we that Nova is coming? I mean, Feige's been talking about it for a long time. I started buying up Nova books and stuff like that. So, yeah, the Russo brothers had talked about he was supposed to be in Endgame or was it Infinity War? I can't. I think it was Endgame. Yeah, I want to say he was actually supposed to take the place of Captain Marvel in that. Yeah. And also... No. No. <laughs> just just no. <laughs> Nobody can take Captain Marvel's place. <laughs> no, Lord. <laughs> I also want to say that he was supposed to show up in Guardians as well. Yeah. Because Gunn has said he's a huge Nova fan. Yeah, he's been talking a lot about the Christmas special because I think they finished up on it. And he's saying, like, there's going to be two new characters introduced in there. So I'm wondering if maybe Nova will be introduced in that since he's such a huge fan of Nova. But more likely, I'm thinking it's Silver Surfer and possibly, like, was it Moon Dragon, Drax's daughter? You really think we're going to get Silver Surfer that soon? Yeah, because there's a guy that they've cast in an unknown role, and I seriously think he's going to be Silver Surfer. Oh, I think they would be perfect. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't want him yet. Yeah, but I mean, like, you could introduce him. (laughs) What? (laughs) Silver Surfer. He was in Fantastic Four. Already got him. Yeah, but that that movie doesn't count. (laughs) Different multiverse, man. I know. (laughs) Speaking of multiverse, like, do y'all want to hear a freaking spoiler that I've been hearing about Doctor Strange? Nothing. It's not massively huge or anything like that. It's not going to ruin the movie, but it's just, it bothers me to my core. Okay. Sure. Baron Mordo dies. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, the other day I was talking while editing, I was talking with my wife and I've come to the conclusion that Jeremy is Digimon Hansu's character from Guardians. You know, when the guy, when uh, Star-Lord introduces himself, and he's like, I'm oh, Star-Lord. And the guy's like, who? That's Jeremy. That's just yeah. Jeremy. That guy's awesome. I love him. Yeah. He did great in What If as well. I was about to say, I really liked him in the What If episode. Because, <laughs> like, every time we mention Jeremy's like, who? And then we explain it. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not upset by that, but Marvel likes to just kill off their villains. They don't ever like to, like, keep them around. So that's on brand for them. I'm very interested to see, like, how. Also, isn't that, like, a multiversey? A multiversey? Isn't that, like, a, a variant of Mordo? Okay, so here's the breakdown. Again, this is all rumors, so it could be true. It could be not be true. I'm just saying every plot leak that I've heard, read, whatever, this has been one of the consistent things in every single one of them. And it could just be total garbage, but that's fine. Here's the rundown. Strange realizes that Wanda's possessed out there in that little tree orchard, all right? Mm -hmm. Wanda thinks that Strange has left, so she goes to her true Scarlet Witch form, and then she turns around thinking that Strange is still there, and she's surprised, and it's Mordo. Mm -hmm. Like, our Mordo from the the first Strange movie. The main MCU one. Okay. And he's there to kill Wanda because, you know, all wizards and witches have to die. And she winds up decapitating him. Mm. And that's it. His story's done. It's over with. There, <laughs> there's no showdown between him and Strange. There's no nothing. It's, yeah. it's just that's a waste. It's done. Yeah. Like <laughs> now, like Mordo is the one that he just gets in that like eternal time loop with in the first movie. 
That's Dormammu. Dormammu. That's the big bad villain there okay. at the very end. But oh, okay, he's the other time. I was about to say Time Lord, but that's wrong. Wrong show. <laughs> that's Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, but he's the other uh, guy that has the one of the he fights. He's like I guess Dormammu is like a little minion. Is that Mordo? No, he's the one. He's the one that actually trained Steven throughout the entire movie. The black guy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> they do have similar names, but yeah, yeah. It's, he's he was a good guy throughout the entire yeah. movie, and then by the end of it, he was like, "This is yeah. it's an abomination." Yeah. Basically, is what he was saying. Yeah, he's all like, "You shouldn't break the rules, strange." And his turn to evil was very dumb, <laughs> like in that movie. <laughs> yeah. I also heard that um, Dormammu's daughter, yeah, Umar, oh. right? No, sister Umar. I heard that Umar was going to show up okay. in the post credit scene. Cool. I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard. So I think that's his sister, if I'm not mistaken. I got you. Anyways, it's all rumors. It was just fun stuff to talk about, stuff that I've heard. Yeah. If we're going on rumors and leaks and stuff, I was going to, I wasn't going to mention this just because, it, like I said, it's a rumor or a leak and we don't know if it's true. But uh, apparently, a lot of uh, screeners and stuff have seen Morbius and. <laughs> Uh, shock there it's it's garbage and <laughs> the other thing this is dumb and if you want a nice little rant from me is uh the post credit scene is apparently adrian tombs during the no way home ending somehow got sucked into the like venom verse and now he's like stuck there and they're gonna like team up somehow and i don't know fight Venom via like I don't know it. It's so <laughs> dumb. Everything they do is dumb. Like I don't get why they. I don't know. Like first off, like the thing I was complaining about the Carnage movie, which it felt like a movie made from like the early two thousands. They're saying this about Morbius, so I'm like, great. So they're doing another like just horrible superhero movie. I don't know, man. Anyway. I just thought I'd rant about that for a short, hot second. I don't know if we'll keep that in, but whatever. <laughs> I heard the same thing about the post credit. That, he, that Adrian Toomes is not in the entire movie at all. That all those previews that we saw of him talking to Michael Morbius and all that yeah. was just bullshit. Yeah, what a surprise. That, they bait and switch you. <laughs> <laughs> and that you see him at one point in time, and he's like, hey, we need to talk or something like that. And then the next post credit scene, you see him like in a field talking to Michael and he's got like the, the full vulture suit. Mm -hmm. And it's, there's not explained how he got it. Yeah. It does not explain like if this is the Andrew verse or not, where those wings were featured at the end of Spy Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like it, none of that's done. And he's like, hey, do you want to team up to go take out Spider-Man? And the, like there's no real reason as to why. And somebody was trying to make the point of, well, how does he even like, why has he even got beef with Spider-Man anymore? And I'm sitting there thinking, Doctor Strange didn't erase the thought of Spider-Man from everybody. Yeah. He erased the knowledge of Peter Parker away from everybody. Yeah. Like anytime that somebody thinks of Peter Parker, it's now just Spider-Man. So. Yeah. Yes and no. I, th I think he erased, he's supposed to erase anybody like the thought that everyone knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. But at the same time, you're right, because he had to like get a GED. So like no one knows who Peter Parker is. So I don't know. Like, it, And it, it doesn't go multiversal either. I need that explained better personally, because that was one of my complaints at the end of the movie was like, does he does he even have a social security number now? Like what what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. 
on to our next topic. Deleted scene from the Batman. We just sat there and did a review last week. So if you've not seen that or listened to it, seen it. Ah, if you've not listened to that yet, go check that out. But don't turn us off yet to go check us out. Just just hold on. Just wait. Uh, We got more, a whole scene of Batman talking to the Joker. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like a 20 minute scene or something like that. I don't know. It was really long. Oh, was it 20 minutes? I thought it was 20, five. Uh, I thought it was only five. I thought it was long. It, the first one I sent was two minutes, and I put that on our IG. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Just, like counting like how many times you watched it, or like, no, added up. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I had a stroke. But yeah, the, the the one that I saw was I think a full one was five minutes long. Yeah, so it's not too terribly long. But just to recap, the the synopsis of the scene is that Batman's getting all these clues from the Riddler, and he realizes that he's talking to him in these clues as well. He goes and takes these to the Joker because he feels the Joker could help him and he would enjoy seeing this kind of stuff anyways. And there's just conversation between the two. So, should it have been in the movie? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think it... To me, watching it, it didn't... For me personally, it didn't really add much to it. I mean, I guess other than having a little bit more of Joker in there just because you threw him in at the end. But I don't see how it would have added too much to to what Batman was doing. Yeah, I I disagree. I think it should have been in it just because it explains, like, it makes sense now why Joker shows up at the end and he's all like, oh, you know, you're the Riddler. Let's team up and be friends. Like, because that, that whole scene really irked me. And this scene made it make sense. And uh, like Michael had wanted, I think, and mentioned this. And also it, it plays off of the stuff they're pulling from with the long Halloween where... Instead of Joker, Batman goes and sees Calendar Man and he's giving him all this like information on the uh, holiday killer murders, trying to figure out like what's his motive and trying to figure out who this person is. So they did that just with Joker and instead of, you know, a holiday killer, it's Riddler. But um, I really enjoyed that scene and I th- I was kind of wondering why they removed it but i think it's because during that scene he's like getting underneath batman's skin and he mentions to batman about like you know you're like just like the riddler and you you secretly wanted these bad things to happen to these people i think they wanted that sort of reveal later on in the film so that's probably why they removed it but i felt like it should not have been removed I am going to agree with Jeremy that I don't think it really added anything to the movie. And I feel like it would have, like you said, I feel like it would have revealed that earlier on. And I don't think there's a good way for him to kind of deal with that earlier on. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the scene and I love his rendition of the Joker from what we saw anyways. I mean, it was five minutes worth. Like we didn't see much at all. I don't necessarily like that they're making a play off of ledgers, but I kind of do. What do you mean? Just because at the end of that five minute one, you get more of a close up because most of the scene throughout the entire scene is Joker out of focus. Yeah. You don't see many characteristics. You get glimpses here and there that that something's happened. He's kind of fucked up like (laughs) physically. Yeah. 
And so towards the end, though, they kind of like zoom in and they they focus up on his eyes. Mm -hmm. And then as his face moves, that focus stays the same and it moves up. And so you kind of see like scars and stuff around his mouth. And you kind of see like cracks where his paints kind of removed on his face. Like his eyes are dark and stuff like that. Just the makeup alone looks very much like Ledger's. Yeah, to me, he looks like a guy, like, he looks like a guy who really would look like if he fell into a vat of chemicals. Like, he looks like he's dying of cancer. Like, he's missing a lot of hair. Yeah. And, like, his face looks almost, like, swollen and puffy. And Yeah, his lips do, yeah. Yeah, he looks very much like an act, like, what someone realistically would look like if they were exposed to, like, toxic chemicals. (laughs) I didn't get the ledger thing from that, but that's interesting that you did. Yeah, and it was more just the, it wasn't his delivery, it was more his just appearance than anything else, and it was the face, like, not the hair, because, like, half the the side was missing, it looked like, and a good bit of the back was missing, and there's, like, staples almost, like, uh, the story, death of the family, not death in the family, but death of the family, where he, you know, cuts his face off, and he winds up stapling it back on to his head and stuff. Oh, yeah, when he's Joe Chill or whatever. Yeah. The Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo run. Yeah. Yeah, I just, don't get me wrong, I I thoroughly enjoyed the scene. Like, I love it. I love that there is a Joker in this universe. I know you're kind of tired of it, Richard. But I love the idea of a, a sequel to this or TV show being a Silence of the Lambs playoff. And I believe I texted that to y'all, where Batman has to go see the Joker, and the Joker uses him. Like, he uses everybody. Just like he's playing on using the Riddler. What now? So is Silence, I mean, is that like an actual storyline in Batman, Silence of the Lambs? No. No, it's like, okay. Okay, I was, I was just making sure, like, I knew it was the movie, like Hannibal Lecter movie, but I just, yeah. I'll make sure that. Like, okay, good. I was, yeah. I, was, I was about to say, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like, that there wasn't a, like, series or something called Silence of yeah, the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, I got I, you. I just completely missed. Nah, nah, nah. Because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what Long Halloween or all that stuff is anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, too, is why I didn't want it in there is because I feel like it took away from Batman being a detective and us actually seeing his intelligence. Like, pretty much throughout the entire movie, it was on him to figure out everything. He kind of had Gordon there to kind of bounce some stuff off of, and he was wrong a couple times, and I liked seeing that. But he pretty much figured out everything himself. And so... To me, going and getting the Joker kind of, in a lack of, for better words, dumb him down a little. But if it was a Victor Zaz and he's a nobody and he's trying to figure out this serial killer, or like you mentioned, you know, the other day, a ventriloquist, and we get that like eerie, we don't know if this guy's really sane or not, and we don't know if this this puppet, yeah, puppet is actually real or not. Like that would be cool, mm-hmm. and having the Joker help him on that until he eventually escapes or something. Or even leaving in, that's fine too. But I just, I would like to see the Joker use Batman, is what I would, because that's what he would do. Yeah. I don't know, man. I felt like it should have been in the film, but th- that's fine. Um, it seems like they were doing the comic book Joker by Brian Azzarello and the art by Lee Bermejo. Okay. Uh, if you've ever read that, I don't particularly like that story, but the art in it is fucking like S tier. Like it is, it is the top of the top as far as art goes. And if you, if you Google it, that Joker 
honestly is kind of like a ledger joker as well. Matter of fact, I think it came out right around the same time as the Dark Knight because I remember when it came out, people were saying like, oh, they just copied the ledger joker, but comics have to sort of be made ahead of time. So I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. I just think it was one of those sometimes every now and then, you know, certain coincidences happen and they end up like kind of being the same, like jokes and things like that. But anyway, yeah, it seems like they're doing something like that maybe with, with this Joker. But so he lets, he gets let out of that story, does he not? He gets let out of Arkham. Yeah. But so I think I have a poster of that and it is awesome, phenomenal artwork. Like it's, it is freaking amazing. Yeah, Lee, Lee Bermejo, he's done three different comics for uh, Brian Azzarello that's kind of like in the Brian Azzarello Batman story, but uh, his art's phenomenal. Cool. Main event, Miss Marvel trailer. Did we all see it? Yes. What do we think? Are we whelmed? Are we underwhelmed? How, how's the whelm meter looking? Well, it doesn't have Brie Larson, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't have to be in the trailer, but you know absolutely she's going to show up in this fucking show. <laughs> like, it's called Miss Marvel. Like, she's absolutely going to show up in this show. Is she? Well, she better. Or is, I'm going to have a very oh, yeah. bad review I guarantee. Like, okay, one of the, I've read at least the six issues. Uh, I didn't read the entire run of Camilla Khan. But, like, one of the things that they kept doing throughout the run is, like, almost every issue, there'd be, like, a new introduction of a superhero. Like, cause I remember at one point she's like down in the sewers looking, like investigating something and she runs into Wolverine <laughs> and she's like, holy crap. Cause she's a superhero, like fangirl. Yeah. Like in the comics anyway, the show it's, I'm not sure, probably they'll do that. But anyway, she's like, holy crap, you're Wolverine. And that Wolverine was just kind of like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> But uh, yeah, by the end of her issue, I think it's like the sixth issue or something. But anyway, I could be wrong. Captain Marvel shows up. Woo! So I, I guarantee she'll be. Yeah, I figured you'd be hyped for this, Jeremy. Like, because. Well, like I said, as long as as long as Brie Larson's in there. Yeah, we're good. But <laughs> okay. if, uh, if, if she doesn't, then yeah, we got issues. Two things real quick. I think she is going to be a fangirl still because they make the comment of, oh, another Avengers shirt. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, I think it is more than just Captain Marvel that she's, you know, big on. Uh, I think it is. She just digs superheroes in general, but Captain Marvel is her favorite, like Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. So, Jeremy has Whoop. the mind of a, you know, 15, 16-year-old girl. So, <laughs> 16-year-old girl. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> the second thing was, I don't think that Brie Larson's going to show up, and I could be completely wrong. I think they are going to WandaVision us again and a scroll is going to find her and they're going to say, Hey, we need you up. We need you up there. And so they're going to get her just like they did a uh, spectrum, uh, Monica, Monica Rambo and WandaVision. That's dumb. I, I'm just, I don't write for Marvel, but maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was, if you were going back to your whelmed, I was very underwhelmed by this trailer. I liked the weekend oh, yeah. song <laughs> that was played in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because I well, like I said, I read that little short couple of issues of it back in the day and I enjoyed it. But I, I like I like her embiggening powers in the comics. I get why they're not gonna do that. Like because Reed Richards is coming soon. And her powers are very close to Reed Richards. It's probably 
I guess I'll get into that now. Like it's probably the quantum bands, which Captain Marvel has used. So that ties into being a more cosmic power and ties into when she shows up in the show called The Marvels. It also ties in with possibly the Kang stuff with the quantum mania and everything dealing with the quantum realm. So I could see why they changed it to it. But I liked always seeing her like grow like really large. Like it wasn't necessarily like the big fists. It was, I liked all of her like special stretchy abilities. I'm glad. I made her a Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We, we talked about Nova being kind of like Green Lantern. This is very Green Lantern powers. And I don't like that at all. That's the my biggest ish with this. Like they completely changed her powers. And it really like I, I understand wanting to get as far away from the Inhumans. <laughs> but just make her a mutant. Or like just don't even explain her powers. Just to just say like she gets a she gets these powers and she doesn't know how or where they came from. And then later on when we introduce mutants, just go, oh yeah, she's a mutant. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? No, I'm with you 110%. Like, I seen it and I was like, they made her a fucking Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Like, they copped out and they made her a Green Lantern. I, like, I And I completely agree with you. Fantastic Force coming. Reed Richard has the, very much the same powers. And you're not going to change Reed Richards. Like, that's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, of course, you would change her, which sucks, honestly. Like, uh, and yeah, make her a mutant. Make her a mutant. That's That's the easiest, quickest way to get around this. They've already got somebody else that's cast that's part of her series as well that's in the story an Inhuman, but I don't know what his power is or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, well, if you got another Inhuman cast, then is he going to be a mutant? So, and and I agree with the quantum bands as well. I honestly thought that the Ten Rings were going to be quantum bands, and I still kind of think they could be, only because of the way that they emit the energy and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and because Quantum Mania is coming so I feel like we're going to have a lot of quantum things. And so, but that's also before I knew that Ms. Marvel was going to have a band. So I could see the rings now not being that because she has one. But yeah, I still think the rings are McLuhan technology and they'll just explain that in the sequel. That's, I mean, I, I, I'm cool with that. I'm just going off of things that I know that are like bands. Mm-hmm. Like there's not too many of them in the Marvel universe as it is. So like no, there's not, and, and these aren't you know in the comic books they're actual rings that people wore on fingers like the Mandarin wore on fingers, whereas here they're like arm bands. Yeah, and so I'm like, hey, quantum bands, there we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's like nega bands as well, is there not? Yeah, but I don't know who has that or where theirs even came from necessarily. And it was uh, the nega bands are I think we're also dealing with uh Captain Marvel because it's like some kind of Cree technology. Okay. But uh the quantum bands I think are kind of like the opposite of the nega bands, if you will. Yeah, because they get their energy from the negative zone. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I um I honestly feel like because we're also gonna get the first crossover of a week prior to Miss Marvel coming out, we're going to have Obi-Wan come out as well. Oh. And so we're going to have a Star Wars and a Marvel TV show going on at the same time for the first time on Disney+. Plus. And in my mind, my first thing was, well, that's because the audience, the main audience that Miss Marvel is geared towards is younger female viewers. Yeah. I, I don't think, I think that male viewers can enjoy it and watch it. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's geared towards male viewers, though. And so I think yeah. 
they're going to pick up a lot of their male viewers are going to be on Obi-Wan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that whole, like, not wanting to overlap, like, they do realize it's a streaming service, right? Like, you can watch (laughs) it any time. Like, you don't have to watch it the moment it comes out. Like, I don't understand why they do that. It's just weird. But to also say, like, I don't think this is necessarily geared, well, not think, it's not geared towards me. Like you said, it's geared towards, like, a younger female audience. But if they capture what they did in the comics, like, if you're a Spider-Man fan or close to something like that, you're going to like it because she has a lot of like everything weighs on her and she wants to do right no matter what. And she's got a lot of ting angst where she thinks, you know, like, oh, this is all my fault and I've got to I've got to right the wrongs. And that's what I, I liked about her, her character. So that'll be interesting to see. I like some like if I, if I got to say some good things, I really like they kind of stole this from Sony with the Spider-Verse, but I like the comic booky. I guess it's when she's like daydreaming. Yes. But you see like it's very sketchy looking and there's like speech bubbles and thought bubbles and stuff like that. I, I dug all that. And I even like they recreated one of the issue covers where she's sitting on the uh, the street light in her like comic book costume looking at the like bay or the harbor or something. I forget where that, I'm not a New Yorker, so I don't know where that is. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I like that they recreated that. I thought that was neat. That that book, by the way, that, that was that cover recreation, went from like, I don't know, maybe like a $5 book mm-hmm. to like a $20 to $30 book over that one trailer. Just wow, boom. Jeez. Now, in that book, there's also the origin of like her costume, I believe. Mm. So yeah. like there is a, somewhat of a key in there. And I think that's also the first appearance of the inventor, which is a villain of Miss Marvel. <laughs> that's yeah. rumored to is be the, in the show. Oh, uh, really? That's what I've heard. The parrot man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Then I'm, I'm really going to dig this if he's in the show. That's because that was one of my favorite reveals is she's like, you see him and she's like, you're a parrot. He's like, I'm not a fucking parrot. <laughs> <laughs> What? I mean, does he look? Does he have feathers? Yeah, or he has a parrot head. Oh, like he's like a he, he's like a human body with a parrot head. He's an inhuman. Oh, because he got caught in the terrigen uh, terrigen mist. Like I, the reason I hate inhumans is because <laughs> one, they're like they're like gremlins. Like whenever they're they're doused in like terrigen mist and they go through terrigenesis, they create like a cocoon. And then it's just a spin of the wheel of your powers. And usually it's horrible. Like you're only lucky enough to be like Black Bolt or Medusa, where you just look like a normal person and then you have all these powers. But some of them end up being like gross monster men. Or in this case, that dude's like a parrot. Like he's a parrot man. <laughs> and if you're a gross monster man on the moon with the other inhumans, you're sent down into the mines to fucking work, by the way. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, the the Inhumans are bullshit. I I hate them. There's also been like contention, like uh, what's the what's the dog's name? I can't think of the dog's name right now. The one that can teleport, Uh, Lockjaw. Yeah, Lockjaw. There's also been contention. They've since then like explained it that Lockjaw is in fact a dog. But for the longest time, people were like, "Is Lockjaw a guy? Like a person that got turned into a dog?" And then now they just like feed him dog food and treat him like a dog. Like that's horrifying. That is. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So, I was, like, do what? 
I would say on that, uh, like on that trailer, the whole, I guess, like you said, the comic thing, like sketchy and stuff kind of threw me off. Cause like, all it made me think about was, uh, the diary of a wimpy kid <laughs> movie <laughs> doing that kind of stuff. I, I was like, oh, just, well, that, know, I, that makes sense. Cause this feels like a very coming of age movie. Yeah, and that, yeah. that, that's what that is. The diary of a wimpy kid is a coming of age story. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it definitely is geared. Like you said, geared towards the, I feel like it's geared towards the younger female crowd and doing the whole, like getting the hunk in there or whatever, the good looking guy and all that kind of stuff and her little crush. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just whelmed <laughs> by that, the trailer, honestly, like it's just, okay. It's, it's there. The, the, the comic-y thing, like it does give like a good reason, good excuse to, you know, have where you can see Mephisto <laughs> in there, but <laughs> What are you going to do when Mephisto shows up? <laughs> Wet his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll have to figure out somebody else to, to throw in there. Oh, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> I looked this up, and uh, I think it's Neron is apparently the DC version of Mephisto. He's an actual, like, demon. Okay. People were saying Trigun was more like a Dormammu-type equivalent. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, oh. I just thought that was interesting. It just re- reminded me. Nero. That is interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'll, have to, I'll have to keep that in mind. When we're <laughs> what was his about name Batman. again, Jeremy? Neron. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Neron. <laughs> or is it Nee Neron? No. No. No, it's not. Nee Neron. I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. I've never even heard of the character, but anyway. I was going to say that the closest thing to a demon I knew was Trigon. Yeah. But apparently he's not. So somebody else is in their car going, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs> All right. So I've got one last theory, and this is straight up just theory. This is some random bullshit, and could it stick like good cooked pasta? Okay. Now, my thought. Okay. So the news wait, is wait, broken. Hang on, hang on. Good cooked pasta is not supposed to stick. No, it sticks. It sticks to the yes, wall. Yes, it is. Yeah, it sticks. When you throw it up on the oh, wall. Okay. I thought you were talking about like sticking to the pot. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, you don't want to stick to the pot. <laughs> okay. I've never heard of that saying. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know that it is a saying. I, I, I've just, I've seen my grandma do it and my mom. Oh, okay. And Liz. Anyway, I'll his wits. Sorry. Continue. I just derailed us. <laughs> In fact, don't do that to painted cabinets because if you leave it there too long, it will take the paint off. And, and that's happened in my house. So. <laughs> I'm sure your wife loved that too, huh? It wasn't me. It was her that did it. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the news has came out this week that the rumor is Amelia Clark's character is going to be Varenki, which is a queen scroll in Secret Invasion. Mm. My theory before that news broke or that rumor broke was that it wasn't going to be scrolls in Secret Invasion. It was going to be multiversal Avengers coming whose planet had been decimated or something along those lines, just completely fucked up that they actually are coming to infiltrate the Avengers because that is a storyline in the Avengers. And they were going to start taking the place of certain Avengers to try and take over our Earth. And that Secret Wars was going to be that breaking out at the end of Secret Evasion and Secret Wars was going to be the bad Avengers Versus our good Avengers mm. is what my theory and thoughts were. And I still think we could have that with multiversal stuff. 
But uh, there's a story in Avengers where basically their universe, their Earth got messed up and they were plotting against our Avengers. They sent Vision over to, and they captured the real Vision, the white Vision at that time. They captured him. They put their Vision's mind into the white Vision and that's how Vision, our Vision, actually got his green and red suit back was because of a mind swap. Mm. And so now the bad white, quote unquote, white Vision went over to try to infiltrate the Avengers and they wound up catching on and a fight broke out and that was it. It wasn't a long storyline at all or anything like that. I don't know. Just something that's... I don't think I know this story. Yeah, I think he's called Anti-Vision or something like that. And they were all Chromebooks. So this was like, this had to have been the 90s when this came out. Yeah, okay. So I think it was... Uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't reading Avengers back then. Right? I don't know that anybody was. Yeah. It was like a three, four issue run or something. Like mm-hmm. It wasn't long at all. I gotcha. So anyways, what do y'all think? Just just flat out, what do y'all think? Does that sound like horse shit? Does that sound something cool? Could you elaborate more on it? Could you add more to it? Um, I would like to see that, but not as Secret Wars. I, I think that's a cool idea to have like evil versions. I mean, like we've done that. Well, we haven't done that in like movies, but like they've done, what is it? The Crime Syndicate from DC, where it's like an evil version of the Justice League shows up and tries to like fight the the Justice League. I absolutely would like to see like evil versions from like a parallel, you know, whatever variant. But I don't know if I want it for Secret Wars. I want, I just want Doom. Like I want God King Doom. (laughs) I want God King Doom. I like Doom. Doom's my favorite villain. I want to see him become the big bad. I like that idea that like it's somebody from Earth who's just like really smart and has figured out a way to harness this power and and stuff. I don't know what they're going to do as far as Secret Wars goes right now. It's going to be something with Kang, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't, like, I'm not hating on your idea. I think it's absolutely a cool idea, but I just don't know if I like it for Secret Wars. No, yeah, yeah. You can shit all over it. That's fine. I I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For me, I, <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like the one one gripe that I do have is that I feel like the scrolls are just like their cop out of everything. Like it's just your way to be like, ah, I was a scroll. Yeah, I don't know. You mess that storyline up or just like try and change things. It's just you come back later saying, Oh, actually that person was a scroll. Why? Well, okay, but I don't know. That that the getting scrolls thrown in there everywhere just kinda kinda bugs me. Yeah. But I don't know. I just get tired of hearing about those things, but <laughs> I'm sure they'll be around for a while. They had an opportunity to use the scrolls to like undo a lot of bad things, and they never did it in the comics. So, like, uh, Hank Pym was a scroll, I believe, in yes. Secret Wars, not Secret Wars, Secret Invasion. Yep. And one of the biggest things in Hank Pym's history is that he hit his wife. Yeah. And you could have easily just said, oh, Hank Pym's a scroll. Yeah. He was a scroll during his time, and that's why he hit his wife. But they didn't. <laughs> so yeah. they wanted, you know, that to stick for whatever reason. So I'm interested. I want to know who is the scroll. That's the thing that I'm dying to know. Like who within the comic, it was elect. Well, I mean, it's more than than just one. But the first reveal that like, oh, shit, we've been infiltrated by scrolls was Electra ends up dying and then she turns into a scroll. I want to know who's going to be the first one. Is it going to be Maria Hill? Is it going to be, you know, whoever? Hank Pym? Fury. Fury. Didn't Echo <laughs> kill Electra? The Electra Skull? 
Isn't that who? Yeah. I think she was the first one to like. Yeah, I think I think it was her. So my beef with it is to go along with what you're saying is about who who is the scroll. It seems like there's two factions, and that's what the show's that's what Secret Invasion is going to be about. Mm. Is you've got the the cool faction that is Maria Hill, that is Nick Fury, their form of them, anyways. Here because Nick Fury knows about him, he's up there with them right now. So right. like, there's a cool faction of scrolls. There's good scrolls, yeah, and then there's bad scrolls. Exactly. Yeah, I got. And you. that's what the show's going to be about. I don't like that. No. And I've heard it say that basically it was going to be like a Romeo Juliet kind of thing almost. And that those are my words, not who I heard it from. But that Amelia Clark's, if she is Varenki, would be in a relationship with another. I can't remember his name, but he's a scroll and he's like leader of the bad faction. Mm, interesting. And so there'd be that conflict between the two and their relationship and stuff like that. Like, that's what I don't like. I'm like, really? Like, yeah, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> unless, unless it's the scrolls that got turned into cows in Fantastic Four and they finally were freed and they're pissed off about it. <laughs> Richard, I wish we had video of you right now. <laughs> no, that's, I don't know. That's funny. I think that's funny. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Well, we get a Super Scrolls. That's what I want to know. Or do you think they'll save that for Fantastic Four? Yeah. There's a Super Scroll? Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple Super Scrolls. There's one called... Do you have, like, the SS logo? <laughs> like a like a nice Camaro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They have the powers of the Fantastic Four. The Super Scrolls. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, they establish, really? yeah, they establish, like, there's more in Secret Invasion. But, yeah, the original had all the powers of the of the Fantastic Four. Huh. I'd honestly be fine if they kept these scrolls around just until the Fantastic Four came. And then that was, like, the big bad of the Fantastic Four was a super scroll. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, the leader of the, the bad faction, like, surviving or something. Well, isn't the Kree scroll war... Didn't the whole reason why the Kree and the Scrolls started fighting was because Galactus ate the Scroll home planet, and then like Scrolls were like you know throughout the galaxy trying to like find a new home, and then like the Krees were just being dicks, and like a war <laughs> broke out. I think that's how it got started. I know at some point Galactus eats the Scroll home planet, so I'm kind of wondering if that's going to tie in with the Fantastic Four somehow in the future. I wouldn't mind if we started dropping things like that. I just, I personally don't want to see Silver Surf yet or Galactus. Like, I want to Why? get through, I want to like get through this whole possible, cause it's not even set yet, but like this whole possible Secret Wars thing first. And then like after that, it's like, okay, well, who's, who's the big bad now? And then they can be like, well, Galactus is coming. Like, I'd be cool with that. And then have several attempts to try and stop him before he gets here. And they just keep failing, kind of. Yeah, I don't think we'll use... Like, they can they can show Norn Rad, like Silver Surfer, ahead of time. Because he's off in the galaxy, you know, way the hell away from Earth. So we don't necessarily have to see him. And then that means Galactus is coming. That just means he's off in the galaxy doing whatever. Honestly, like right now, we have two big threats. One being Kang. And the other one being the Celestials. Yeah. And like they could sit there and make Galactus a Celestial. I've heard, you know, I think you've even mentioned him being, you know, the devourer of worlds for the Celestials or something along those lines. And yeah, I don't like that either because then why have a Herald? 
Like, yeah, I agree. Like, I just threw that out there that day. But yeah, what's the point of having a herald if uh, Galactus is like the Celestials, whatever, like junkyard dog? And he just like lets off a leash and go eat this. Essentially, Eliath. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the character Eliath was in Loki. He was the big, was say who? the big giant energy guard dog in oh, yeah. wherever that place when when they uh what is it called uh I'm doing my hand thing again I don't know the end of time yeah I don't know yeah I don't know I know what you're talking about but it was in Loki wherever they sent people off to when they like vaporized them and they went to that land and it was a liath that was eating them all and pruned them yeah the big the big gas big cloud oh okay that Sylvie. The AKA female Loki enchanted mm-hmm. with with our Loki enchanted fucking enchanted because she's the enchantress. No, she wasn't <laughs> called enchantress. So she can't. No, 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 no. She can't be called that. She was enchantress. Okay. No, I agree. <laughs> I like that idea, but I'm just I'm just fucking with you. Uh, that's funny. All right, y'all got anything else said? Nope, I don't think so. All right. Well, it sounds like we're not hype about much that's coming other than Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, that I'm really hyped about. Yeah, I'm really excited about it as well. Like, I can't wait for this week to hurry up so I can watch it. Yeah, same here. I assume we're talking Moon Knight Sunday, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. Well, uh, one thing I was on, I was wondering, too, like, I mean, I, I, I probably couldn't go ahead and answer this question, but. On Disney Plus, you can have like the whole parental controls and have like separate accounts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think Moon Knight will still be allowed for younger audiences? Or no, oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. If they do it right, no, it shouldn't yeah. be. But I don't know. I think Moon Knight will be allowed for all audiences, and the reason I say that is because they kind of got a, some flack when they dropped that. They dropped it right, be- like right before the Netflix stuff. For that reason, I think yeah, some flack about adding the the separate accounts thing. Well, the the just the parental locks, basically. Yeah. Um, they kind of got a little flack. You didn't hear a lot about it, but there was a little flack. But everybody's gonna have a little flack over something. I think that depending on, I think they knew they're gonna possibly get some flack, and depending on how that went, would be whether or not you know. Yeah. Like if they had already filmed Moon Knight to be a PG-13 R-rated TV show or Netflix-rated TV show, like, what do you do now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. Whereas, if they toned it down to PG-13 or something, didn't show blood, didn't show, you know, actual death scenes or something like that, then they could still get by until they could regroup and figure something else out. Because yeah. I think that stuff's coming no matter what. So, I mean, it is. It's here. So, yeah, I think this time around, it'll be 13. So, that's just my opinion, though. Yeah, I kind of like, like I said, I kind of figured it probably would still be okay for kids. But I was, I'm with Richard, though. I was hoping that they would, that was part of the plan is to have Moon Knight in the, like, more adult section. Yeah. But, yeah, I was just kind of curious what what y'all thought, too. I also agree with Richard in the sense that it's going to be like Falcon Winter Soldier TV show. Like that, that's not really a kid's show. Yeah. Like I won't, like my son ain't watching that. <laughs> not yet. Anyways, like he said something about watching WandaVision at one point in time. I'm like, you won't get it, dude. Like, it's not even that it's gory or nothing like that. It's not even that it's violent, but like, he's not going to get it. He's not going to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's dealing about like losing a loved one. <laughs> right. And like how you deal with grief. But like, there's some pretty violent moments in Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. He, US agent murders. 
a person with the Captain America shield. That's the biggest violent moment, in my opinion. And just terrorist activities going on and stuff like that. People yeah. getting shot. Like, it's just... What's his name? Uh, Braddock the Leaper gets freaking... <laughs> he gets oh, Batrock. Batrock. Whatever. Yeah. Batrock the Leaper. I leap and I kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that they put in Batrock. Batrock is one of the silliest Captain America <laughs> villains. And I just think that's hilarious that they put in Batrock the Leaper. He gets freaking taken out yeah. at the very end of that. So, like, it's it's not a kid's show. It's just not. And, I mean, it deals with things that kids aren't going to understand either. But, like, you can also just watch it for the action of it and stuff. So, I don't even think I've let him watch Loki because, again, he's, he's just not going to get it. He's watched What If. That's what he's watched. The zombie episode. Oh, he loves that. That's like his favorite. <laughs> yeah. You've mentioned that before, and <laughs> that's so funny to me. I'm just like, okay, buddy. Okay. Now, he, he watches Captain Carter as well. That's another one of his favorites. Oh, so cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Especially if the rumors are true that she's going to be in Doctor Strange. So we'll see. Cool. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, if y'all got nothing else, Jeremy, where can I find you at? Uh, well, they can find me on Twitch. Every now and then, you can find me under the handle Night Fury GTO with a K, and uh, just streaming every now and then. I I don't really do it too often, but I'm on there every now and then. And uh, of course, you can, you can find me here, Richard. What about you? Uh, you can find me if you want to contact me directly on Twitter underneath the handle Night Curry, night like day and night, and Curry with a K, one word. And um, if you want to contact us directly, we have an Instagram. Our Instagram is Comically Comics Podcast. We also have a Gmail, and you can contact us there at Comically Comics Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Y'all can find me on Instagram at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 underscore comics. By the way, I'm right there at hitting 250 subscribers on YouTube. So go up there, check out my YouTube, and there'll be a chance to enter into a contest and it's real simple and it's real easy and you can win some free books. So there's something free for you to look forward to. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Unison. That's great. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. I, we greatly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. And uh, with all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. <laughs> what a bunch of a-holes. <laughs>